Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name's Andrew Bascom, and welcome to the podcast where for 151 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL Week 15. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show to just show how honest we are about our losing. No guests this week, but we do have their picks, so don't worry. If you're a Big Pants Ready Prince fan, if you're a Charlie Chalk fan... I have their picks for you. Don't worry. You'll know exactly how they're going to be losing money this week. Plus my picks, which let's be real. The only one that's winning on the show. I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting. My back is hurting with how much carrying I'm doing right now, which just cursing myself to a nice, wonderful losing week. So you have that to look forward to. But once again, no more buys. Buys are done. Fantasy football playoffs. There's so many reasons that you should be paying a ton of attention right now. This is There's so many different ways you could be losing every week. And that's really exciting. No bye weeks, though. That's the big one. Because now everyone is either trying to win or actively trying to lose. You know exactly what they're trying to do every week. And that helps you, should hypothetically, help you when it comes to gambling, right? I don't know. I like this week's lineup. I, there's a lot of lines on here that I... I really like it. I really am excited to put some money down and lose money on. Let's see. So let's see what the guests think. Let's see with their picks on bet number one. Bet number one. Okay, this is usually when the pants writer prince comes on to give his safe and spicy picks of the week, and he's like, Andrew, I don't know. Am I really fucking mad? And, uh, yeah. Okay. No. Absolutely. His picks this week are going to be for a safe pick. Is the Lions plus point five against the Jets? Wow. That's his safe pick of the week. That's how much the Lions have now switched completely into people thinking this is a safe pick. They are one of the most exciting teams in football right now. I can't believe I'm saying this. Their offense has always been good. All year, they've been able to put up points. That's great. They've got a great rushing attack. And even though that DeAndre Swift and how they use them is, is very confusing, they, they do a good job. Jamal Williams obviously has the most touchdowns in the whole league. And their defense is now rounding into shape. It was one of the worst defenses in the whole league, you know, up until this point. And now is, you know, if it's mediocre, if it's in the middle, that's a pretty good team. But I think people are kind of sleeping on the Jets a little bit. You know, Buffalo nearly killed Mike White. They're, they're going to press charges on how much they almost killed that guy. That poor guy. Eventually, the coaching staff needs to look out for him and go like, he's like, I can do it. You're like, ah, maybe you don't. Maybe don't go back in. Maybe we might kill this guy. But the Jets defense is everything is advertised. Like, they are incredibly good. And now if they can put up points, oof, my oh my. I just think people might be sleeping on the Jets a little bit, but there we go. Pants Ready Prince's safe pick is the Lions, plus 0.5 points. He also likes the Dolphins as his spicy pick, plus 7 against the Bills. Now, I'm totally with him on this one because up last week, I took the Jets plus 9.5, and, and that, that was a winner for me, and that's really good, and it's the way that the Bills are a good team but are not killing people. And you know what? If you watch that game, that Jets game, you never really worried that the Jets were going to win, but that 9.5 turn ended up being too many points. And so, you know, there's a real argument about this one. Also, the Dolphins have not looked good in the last couple weeks. So maybe it's a buy low opportunity for them. You can get a little bit more points here. Uh, so seven, I'd like seven and a half a little bit more. But there we go. Spicy pick of the week. The Dolphins plus seven. For my safe pick of the week, I'm going to be taking the Giants versus Commanders over under 40 and a half. Now, okay, why am I doing this? Well, because a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, the Giants and Commanders went into overtime. Tied 20 to 20, and I had the 40 and a half, and I had the under. And so you're sitting there going, well, 
I'm going to lose this one. I already put a little L next to my little Excel sheets. Uh, you know, I was waiting for the BetStamp app to give me up. You lost this one. I'm like, I know. Don't worry. And they tied. They tied. No points were scored and somehow the most miraculous under of all time. It's a Christmas miracle. So this this year, I, I like, we got this game two weeks ago. And my take is the same. I love the under. We were lucky to cash in our under 40 and a half a couple weeks ago with the 2020 tie. Yeah, sure. Only a tie saved us there. And we're contractually obligated. You were spiritually, karmically, and contractually obligated to roll over your bet and go back to the well here. But the truth is that that game played out exactly as you expected and was an easy under uh, until that late Washington drive to tie it up. Both of these defenses ranked in the top six pressuring the quarterback, and both of them are in the bottom six in pass protection. Oh, hello. That sets up that where uh, neither team can pass much and puts this on the run, which likely means a faster game script too, with the clock running all the time. Wash's defense ranks fifth in DVOA over the past six weeks, and neither offense is playing particularly well. The Washington games have gone under 40 and a half in nine of their last 11. The trends love the under. Andrew loves the under. We're going to go under 41 and a half for the Giants commanders. And for my spicy pick of the week, I think it's a little spicy considering how much money I've goddamn lost on him this year. I'm going to be taking the Green Bay Packers at home minus six and a half on Sunday Night Football versus Los Angeles Rams. On one hand, the Packers have only two wins by more than three all season. And both of them were against the Bears, which not good because the Bears suck. On the other hand, the Rams are definitely worse than the Bears. So that's good. And the Baker Mayfield comeback was like fun, even though I lost money on it. And let's not forget the Rams were lifeless for most of that game and have been terrible pretty much all season. Rodgers is 9-3-1 against the spread coming off the bye, and he's 23-11 against the spread in a home primetime. These aren't the usual Packers, and this might not even be the usual Aaron Rodgers, but these aren't the usual Rams either. The Packers are still alive and just a little bit for the playoffs. If Seattle loses on Thursday night, heads up, they did. I wrote that before this happened, and now I'm taping it after that. They're even more alive. The Packers have a chance to make the playoffs. I know this sounds insane, but under a touchdown, at home, in a primetime game, in the snow, against a very bad Rams team, minus six and a half, we're taking the Green Bay Packers. Oh, losing more money on the Green Bay Packers. How did I see this coming? Number two. Okay, so this is the part where Charlie Chalk usually comes on, tells me, you know, something very obvious and tells me, you know, hey, you got to go with the favorites. Andrew, what are you doing? Take the favorites, take the Cowboys, take the whatever. Let's see what his picks are going to be. His lock of the week is Detroit. Oh my God. Is Detroit plus 0.5 points. Wow. Okay, so I sense a trend here. Charlie Chalk and Panzerati Prince, very oil and water of this relationship, are going to see eye to eye with the Detroit Lions plus 0.5. Wow, that's just incredible. Okay, I, I guess everything I said up, up top still stands. Uh, you know, I, I, at least the game will be fun. You're, it's like immovable force kind of thing where the, the Detroit Lions offense is really good. The Jets defense is really good. Let's see who wins this one. So there you go. That's lock of the week. Detroit plus 0.5 points for him. And he also likes the Cincinnati Bengals minus four. Okay, that's a game I'm not taking, but that's an interesting one. Cincinnati's playing as well as anybody right now. So Cincinnati minus four. For my lock of the week, I'm going to be taking the Steelers minus two and a half versus the Carolina Panthers. Now, I've been riding the Steelers for a month since TJ Watts returned, and I see no reason to stop now. Pittsburgh defense ranks third in DVOA with Watt on the field this season and top five against both the run and the pass. Pittsburgh is running the ball well and playing genuinely good football. And even though Kenny Pickett is questionable, maybe probably not playing, Mitchell Trubisky has also played well enough. And I, by well enough, I mean bad, but he's not really a downgrade from the rookie at this point. 
everyone's excited about Carolina right now. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't really understand why. The underlying numbers have been telling us this team isn't really a whole lot better since Steve Wilkes uh, took over from Matt Rule. The defense has always been pretty solid, but the offense is pretty bad. And Sam Darnold has no shot against his good Steelers defense. He's 4-8 against the spread as a favorite and has no business being a favorite here. Let's just be real. Carolina might be able to play good bully ball against the Seattle Seahawks defense that can't tackle, but that won't fly against Pittsburgh. This isn't a traditional like rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot. He's 40-17 and 17 against the spread as an underdog from week five forward, and that spot is better at home in the division and after a big loss. Those are like amplifiers. This is none of those things, but Tomlin is a perfect 6-0 and both against the spread and straight up as an underdog after a division loss in this exact same spot. The wrong team is favored, and the line is an overreaction to Sunday. Pittsburgh is a far better side. I'm going to play the money line too. We're going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half and a little bit on their money line plus 125. That is my lock of the week. Now, no Detroit around here. It's Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. Bet number three. Okay, so for my tease of the week, I'm going to be taking a two-game seven-point tease, minus 140. I'm going to be taking the Buffalo Bills just to win against Miami. I really do think Miami's been a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I know we kind of talked about it up top with the Panzeri Princess pick, but... Buffalo's defense has never been healthier than it has been all season. Um, And I think there is always a common misbelief of like, oh, it's going to snow in Buffalo, which yes, it's going to snow in Buffalo. Buffalo is the snowiest market in the whole NFL. But does that always necessarily give the advantage to the Buffalo Bills? (sighs) Not really. I think that's kind of like a misnomer where like, oh, they got him exactly where they want him. It's like, well, Josh Allen's from California. So I don't know. I don't know how much that reads into that. But usually snow helps the defense. And the better defense will be, you know, more amplified and more helped by the snow. The Buffalo Bills defense is very good. It's a top three defense in the whole league. And it has never been healthier than it is right now, even with the losses of Hyde and Miller. Oh, which, by the way, there was a little, like, timbit that came out about uh, uh, Micah Hyde maybe coming back this season at some point. Like, he was, he's been on the sidelines and they're like, yeah, it's too bad you must be uh, missing him. He's like, well, we'll see. Like, okay, that's really crazy. But... The Buffalo Bills playing that defense in the snow against a high-powered offense in which running and sprinting and hard cuts is a very important part for their wide receivers. That That's where the snow can affect them. So that's where I like Buffalo, not because inherently they're from Buffalo, New York, is because their defense and the way that they play might work a little bit better. Now, I will say on the other side, the Dolphins' run game is much, much better than the Bills right now, except for Josh Allen. So you wonder if that's going to negate it a little bit. I don't care. I'm going to take the better team to win. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills just by a pick by bringing the points down by seven. In my second game, I'm going to be taking the Baltimore Ravens plus 10. Now, we're taking this bet before we really find out who is playing. We don't believe Lamar Jackson's going to play. We do think Tyler Huntley is probably going to play, even though he's got a concussion. They got to, He's got to clear the protocol first. But Cleveland sucks, right? And the most important part about Cleveland sucking is that uh, morally they suck for Deshaun Watson. Whoa, no, okay, wait, that's not a gambling thing, but they do suck for that. It's that they can't stop the run. They can't stop the run at all. And the one thing that Baltimore will do, especially with a backup quarterback, is run the hell of the ball. J.K. Dobbins looked great last week. Gus Edwards is back and playing healthy. Those are really big, important parts to just running the ball right down the Cleveland Browns' throat because they suck at this. And I just can't make that clear enough. Plus, on top of that, the Baltimore Ravens' defense is very good, and the Browns' offense has looked really shaky since the return of of, uh, sexual predator Deshaun Watson. So uh, Baltimore Ravens moving all the way to plus 10, plus 10. I don't even think they should have been favored by the underdog by three points in the first place. So moving it to 10, we like that one. Two games, seven point tees, minus 140 for the tees of the week. Okay, I'm going to be taking the Pittsburgh Steelers at Carolina plus three. I'm going to be taking the Giants commanders under 41 and a half 
and I'm going to be taking the Packers minus six and a half. God, that, that I really hate that pick. We'll, we'll see what happens. I hate that pick. I also took a two game seven point tease at minus 140. I took the Bills to win and the Ravens plus 10. The Pants right Prince, he has the Lions plus 0.5 points against the New York Jets and he has the Dolphins plus seven against the Bills. Charlie Chalk also took Detroit plus 0.5. Well, there we go. And Cincinnati minus four. Got it? Good. Record check. All right, it's record check time. I'm always excited to talk about the record check because I won money. So how about that? I went 4-1 last uh, last week. I had the New York Jets plus 9.5. Uh, that was a win. I had the under 44. That was a win. I had the Patriots on Monday Night Football minus 1. That was a win. I do feel bad about it because Kyler Murray hurt himself on the third play, but what are you going to do? It wins a win. I didn't do that. I didn't. I didn't have some kind of voodoo doll where I was putting like a pin in his knee or something like that. So don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. And I also had the Ravens plus three. And that was a win as well against the Steelers. I had a two game six point tease. And that's where I lost because I had the Miami Dolphins uh, moving to plus three. And they lost by more than that. And I also had the Houston Texans <laughs> plus 23 and a half. And they nearly won that game. So stupid Miami Dolphins. You cost me money. That sucks. The Panzeri Prince, he went 0-2. He lost on Miami, and he lost on the Giants plus 7.5. Charlie Chuck, he won with Baltimore plus 3 as his lock of the week, but lost with Kansas City minus 9, who only won by 8. And the Gambler, he won his tease. Oh, Gambler, good job. He's back on the... He's back in the black now with a three-game six-point tease at plus 140. He won with New England. He won with the KC Denver under and the Cincinnati Pick'em. Ah, good for him. Now over to at Losing Money WAB. That's our free daily picks on Twitter, on Instagram, and we went one and two this week. Eee, that's minus one units. That sucks. The NBA has been really good for me, so I, I assume that's now just biting me back in the ass a little bit. And we also had Seattle plus three and a half, and that, uh, that sucked because... They didn't play well yet, only lost by eight. And you're like, ah, that could have been there. Ah, what are you going to do? That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on the NFL Week 15. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WAB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. We'll be back next Friday till you lose even more money on the NFL. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!